Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage its listeners with trending news, hot topics, current events, real issues, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. Now, here's T spilling the tea in five, four, three, two, one. This is Tanisha Baker feeling fabulous in February, and I would like to thank you for tuning in once again to Talking with T. The show with a flow that will keep you in the know as we bring trending topics, noted news, interviews, music, and much more. This is February 8th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with basketball legend Julius Irvin, better known as Dr. J. Late actor Gary Coleman, actor Pooch Hall of the game, Memphis rapper Project Pat, and rapper music executive Rick Ross, who has a net worth of $40 million. On this date in history in 1986, Oprah Winfrey becomes the first African-American woman to host a nationally syndicated talk show. Also on this date in 1988, skater Debbie Thomas became the first African-American to win the Women's Singles of the U.S. National Figure Skating Championship competition. On this date in 1978, Leon Spinks defeats Muhammad Ali for the Heavyweight Boxing Championship. Former World Heavyweight Champion Leon Spinks passed away at the age of 67 on February 5th, and those close to him say he fought numerous illnesses resiliently and never threw in the towel. As we continue to celebrate Black History Month, remember you can check out Daily Black History Facts on the Talking With T Facebook or Twitter accounts. Those who do not remember their past are condemned to repeat it. On the national calendar, today is recognized as National Boy Scouts Day in honor of the date they were founded. It is also National Kite Flying Day and National Clean Out Your Computer Day, which is always the second Monday in February. The theme this month is love and happiness. Love is joy and pain, smiles and tears. Love is not finding someone to live with, but finding someone you can't live without. Love isn't perfect, but it's patient and forgiving. Love isn't if or because. Love is anyway, and even though, and in spite of. Your happiness tip for today is to be around others who are happy. Studies show that we are happiest when we are around those who are also happy. So hang around those who are joyful and let their smiles rub off on you. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business. Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Let's turn our attention to a few quick bits. There was a lot of girl power during the Super Bowl as we saw two women coaches on the sidelines and the first woman officiating, Sarah Thomas. As far as the game goes, I don't know. I'm not a sports commentator, but it seemed pretty uneventful. A lot of penalties, mistakes, and errors. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers pull it off in a 31-9 win, giving Tom Brady his seventh Super Bowl championship. As I look at the festivities in Tampa, the Super Bowl looked like a whole super spreader. Celebrities, including 50 Cent, hosted Super Bowl parties despite CDC warnings. Well, New Orleans is being proactive by closing all bars, indoors and out, also banning to-go drinks during Mardi Gras, 
from February 12th through the 16th. The Senate passed a budget resolution for $1.9 trillion in COVID-19 relief. There were no Republican votes, so Kamala Harris broke the tie, making it 51 to 50. So we'll look forward to the full details of the bill in the upcoming days. We were saddened by the news of six people, including five young children, who were shot to death early Tuesday, February 2nd at a home in Oklahoma. A 25-year-old man suspected in the killings was taken into custody. A long-time feud in a Pennsylvania neighborhood turned deadly. James and Lisa Goy were shoveling snow out of their parking spaces and dumping it on the property of Jeffrey Spade. They got into an argument. Spade went into his home, got a pistol, and shot the couple in the middle of the street. He then went back inside and came back out with an AR-15 and shot them again. Spade then went back into his home and shot himself. Although neighbors told the police that Spade and the Goys had been arguing a long time over various issues, you can't convince me that he had more going on in his life than a feud with his neighbors. I almost let this next thing slip by me, but the Ohio lawmaker who previously said that the, quote, colored population were disproportionately contracting COVID-19 because of their lack of hygiene is now leading the state Senate Health Committee. Make this make sense. Y'all better be careful of Stephen Huffman in Ohio. Everybody's talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM. Just the best every day. All right, listeners, by now you know what time it is. It's our review of trending news, and today I have none other than our top investigator, most often instigator P.I. Pam, as well as Tiff and Tariq. And y'all know she won't tip around it as we cover today's trending news and hot topics straight with no chaser. I want to start off since Jay isn't with us today and go ahead and bring up Donald Trump, which he has pretty much forbidden us to do. But Biden says that Trump should not continue to receive intelligence briefings. So first of all, I'm trying to figure out how you even fix your mouth to use the word intelligence and Trump in the same sentence anyway. But at any rate, impeachment hearings are moving forward. And it's really crazy because the prosecutors, jurors, and judge are also eyewitnesses. And many Republicans contend the impeachment trial is not constitutional because Trump is no longer president. Yet here we are. Oh, that's the long side for Jay. I just want it to be over. I mean, just give him his time and let's let's move on because he's gone. We don't want to hear about him. We don't want to talk about him. We just want him to be gone like it never happened. Like it was a bad dream. Like it was a bad dream for four years. <laughs> we must have been Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> we can do it. Well, Pam, I don't know about it being a dream, but it sure has been a nightmare. And I'm with you. I want us to go ahead and get past it. And so do you think he should be held accountable at all for what transpired January 6th or what? Yes. He incited a riot. He basically told them to go down there, be strong, don't be weak. And them morons took it as, <laughs> we're just going to bomb rush the Capitol. They had, they had their mama 
when they say everybody and their mama was there, it was, well, even the old people from home. But again, I'm I'm with you all. Let's just get past it. This is move on. Yes. All right. Well, speaking of moving on, I will. We see ignorance. <laughs> we see ignorance and racism pop up in the news often. But particularly during Black History Month, we see it straight from our classrooms. I have a few stories today from that. Um, Black Tennessee principal apologizes after choosing, quote, all lives matter as the Black History theme. This was at East Ridge Middle School in Chattanooga. And y'all know what? I'm tired. Me, I'm weary of going over this again and again. Can y'all please explain for the people in the back why this is not appropriate? You would think that she would know why it wasn't appropriate. Because the key word is Black History Month. Mm -hmm. We're not saying that our lives aren't important or don't matter. It's just that this is our month. Let us be great. And for her to be a black woman, somebody should have told her. It's not like East Ridge is in the suburbs. Right. I don't even know what to say. Except that all skin folk and kin folk. Yeah, that's that's unbelievable. Uh well, nowadays it's not. Just when you thought you've heard it all, then you get a example of here I am. Uh, um I'm just at a loss for words for that. Tanisha and Pam. So, again, you know, what we're trying to emphasize is that we understand that all lives have value. But black lives are the ones that have been targeted and suppressed, and we dealt with racism and police brutality. And so when we're bringing an awareness about the issues that are particular to a group of people, then we are lifting the name Black Lives Matter, not to negate anything else, but just to bring awareness and highlight that, and particularly this month. And with her being a woman of color, you would think that she understood that, but we can't take that for granted, obviously. And so you have teachers at a Wisconsin middle school, and they've been placed on administrative leave after an unapproved lesson about slavery, which upset some families. A parent shared a photo of the assignment on her Facebook page, and this is what the assignment asked. Okay, quote, a slave stands before you. This slave has disrespected his master by telling him, you are not my master. How will you punish this slave? And, of course, the system had to write an apology, and they said it was a grave error in judgment, what occurred during the sixth grade social studies instruction at Patrick Marsh Middle School. The district also wrote in the letter that a small group of teachers developed and used an activity that was neither racially conscious nor aligned to our district mission, vision, values, curriculum, or district equity statement. Your thoughts? It's sad that we are still being disrespected as black people after we were forced to come over here to build a country for them. It looks like someone would have told... Now, I have friends that are in the school system, and most things have to be approved by someone. Mm -hmm. So these schools don't have anyone to approve these things. At this point, I just think they don't care. They say, go ahead, do it. Just, just go on. You remember like on um, Boomerang 
when Eddie Murphy told that man, go ahead and do what you want to do. Do the, yeah, do the video. And it was, I think that's what they're just telling these people. Cause this can't be real life. Week after well, week, month after month, year after year, it's the same thing. You're right. And of course, during this month, we see in our classrooms all of these attempts at lessons to highlight black history. And number one, that's not our only history, but the district did say their lesson was unapproved. Also, the whole reenactment piece is not uh, appropriate on any level. Teresa, what do you think about this lesson? Well, first, I I, I want to say that I, I'm convinced, and I have really been convinced this of the last couple of years, that people just wake up and just decide this is their last day. They're going to find something to either get fired over, sued, or beat up. There is no other way to explain it because this makes no sense. So they just wake up and decide this is it. Let me do that's something ex- today exactly. <laughs> that can yes. change, the, change my course. Yes, they turn. They said this they is it. I'm, 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 going for, I'm going for it all. I'm just, what can I do? Oh, it's Black History Month? Let's do this. Because, I mean, okay. there's no way in your right mind you could just think of, oh, this would be a good, no, 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 mm-hmm. no. Okay, so I'm also curious then what you two think about an occurrence in our neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Officials from the University of Tennessee found themselves apologizing to both students and families when a faculty member in Africana Studies wrote a racially charged acronym during a discussion about late rap artist Tupac Shakur. Now, the lecture was about the acronym and its meaning, but I also dug a little deeper and realized there was also a lesson last year where students were asked to, quote, recreate a slave's experience on a ship. And when I hear these stories, I'm reminded that systemic racism is really a collective effort of individuals. So you have groups of people or these pockets of people that will contribute their biases or their prejudices, even ignorance, and these and their mindset to whatever space they're in. And then it will influence and impact people around them. And I personally think you can teach about the negative aspects of our history because it's important to know the roots of the whole story. But it has to be done with sensitivity and respect. You don't have to act it out. You don't have to pretend you're a master or a slave. And I read on social media something that really stuck with me. Slavery is white history. How we survived is black history. And so there's, yeah, I, I thought that was powerful. There's a school in Utah, and they've allowed parents to opt their students out of Black History Month. And the director of Maria Montessori Academy, Michael Hirokawa, said, we should not shield our children from the history of our nation. The mistreatment of its African-American citizens and the bravery of civil rights leaders, but should educate them about it. He also added that the parents' request saddened and disappointed him, and I agree. This could open up a whole can of worms, because had I been given the choice, there are several things and lessons I would have opted out of when I was in school. Right. That seems kind of privileged to me. And back to UT, uh, maybe they need to get an actual African-American to teach this African Studies class. I mean, I'm pretty sure... Emily, Lauren, and Karen have studied greatly, but they don't know. Tupac is a lyrical genius, so I can see why they want to study him. 
Mm-hmm. But you have to actually listen to it. You just can't pull up an acronym and then want them to explain about it. Um, just get Abdullah Shabazz X and I somebody to teach the class. Well, she created the acronym uh, for them to remember portions of the lesson. So, for one, that was, you know, of all the things you could have said, it could have been done and handled differently. But I want to sidebar for a second because you mentioned the word Karen. And I saw that there are some who would suggest that the word Karen is equivalent to the N-word. And and they would like for us to stop using the word Karen as we reference the type of person who is willing to call law enforcement, call security, or the police uh, over a frivolous or even non-existent action of a black person that may cause them harm or have them sent to jail or any of that. And so they don't want us to use the word Karen anymore. And I have a response for that. Karen, 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 Karen. Karen, 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 K-A-R-E-N, Karen, Karen, Karen. Now, we can continue to our regularly scheduled programming. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got caught up in the Karen. Um, oh. I got caught up in the Karen. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're only, what, a weekend this month, and all of these situations have happened. We have a long way to go, even though this is the shortest month of the year. We're, what, a weekend, and look at all the stories we have. This is right. going to be some kind of month, and this is really sad. This is not the first month we've had black history, but you would think by now people would know and act accordingly. Well, and we do want to be mindful that it's not everybody. You know, we just hear about these stories because they're so insane and ridiculous. I'm hoping that there are some people handling it the right way and are really teaching our kids the holistic view of black history. Because when we think of it and the greatness that emerged of it, the invention, the tenacity, and all of that, that's a part of our history as well. So how people get hung up on the part of the history that we really didn't have anything to do with is beyond me. But we'll move on because I have a actually – a story from the Crazy Chronicles this week. I've said this before. I'm not ashamed to admit that I love a good weave or a wig. And for some, it builds confidence, helps you to achieve a certain look. But there's some rules to this. Now, my first rule for one is if you're going to have a weave, your hair texture and the texture of your extensions, they need to match, right? So that's one rule. The second rule is you need to use legitimate products because Tessica Brown out of Louisiana, she had to go to the emergency room, bless her heart. She used Gorilla Glue on her hair. Now, I'll admit it was lame. looked like she had just come out of the salon, but this Gorilla Glue has tightened her scalp. Uh, her hair has been stuck like that for a month. It's fractured at the root. It's been giving her headaches. She's gone to the emergency room, and the Gorilla Glue people say, hey, we made it clear. This is considered a permanent adhesive, so they have no help. And uh, I don't know, did you all see her, or do you all know about this story? Yes, I've been following this story on Twitter. And at first I thought it was funny, hilarious, because I'm thinking, how can somebody be this naive? And who are her friends? Because we would have told each other 
when we were on live saying, I just brought this for my hair, we would have said, now that's Gorilla Glue that goes at construction sites, not on your hair. But of course, no one said anything, so she did it anyway. And now it's, it's stuck to her head. Her hair has turned into a whole helmet. Bless her heart. Yes, and just the just the word, just just the name of the glue, gorilla glue. That sounds like it's strong, you know. So <laughs> I don't know what I, I was it's trying not to laugh to do this. Gorilla glue? No, gorilla glue. She don't have any friends. Her hair was laid though. It was laid. So we want to encourage our listeners to be a friend. If you see someone about to spray Gorilla Glue on their hair or try some of these crazy remedies experimenting and you think, mm, I don't think they thought this through, this doesn't quite sound right, be a friend and let them know. Now, I have another crazy story that actually turned tragic. So YouTubers, TikTokers, tweeters, all of them, they compete for fans and ratings, and some go to the extreme. There's this guy, Timothy Wilkes. Him and his friend were doing a, quote, prank robbery for their YouTube video. And so they approached a group of people with butcher knives. Now, how do you think this was going to go down? They ran up on the wrong ones because David Storm Jr. shot and killed him, saying he didn't know nothing about no prank. Says he shot him in self-defense of himself and others. So... I did a little more digging because I'm curious now about these YouTube videos and what would possess them to think that this prank was a good idea. But apparently, they intentionally go into black neighborhoods to prank African-Americans, and that's a part of their gimmick. So just to summarize this, Wilkes approached a group of black people at 9.25 p.m. in the hood with butcher knives. There you have it. And this is another prime example of him not having any friends. And from what we've learned, they have been doing this for quite a while. And it's a few things that black people don't play about. We don't play about our money. We don't play about our food. We don't play about our kids and our family. And we don't play about getting robbed. Why it wasn't a good idea. A black it wasn't a good idea. Why would you go into a black neighborhood with a group of black people and play like you're going to rob them with a whole butcher knife. I know that not. I don't want to say he got what was coming to him. But he kind of did. He kind of did. Yeah, and it sounds like a little Russian roulette. I mean, he must get he must get a rush from it or something. He must get his, you know, little motor running. Well, he got it. He got that. He got it. Got that exactly how he wanted it. Mm. Living yeah, on the rush. All right, rush to the. Rush to the uh, mortuary. Sure mm-hmm. did. Well, listeners, next week when we have our show, it will be after Valentine's Day, which means it will be Valentine's Day, and you do not want to miss this as we bring P.I. Pam and Tip and Tarika back, and I can't wait to hear what the two of them have to say next week, and I can't wait to tell it. And I'm not going to tip around it. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170, 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithTea.com, share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, 
Engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With T Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Be sure to stay tuned to the D.L. Hughley Show right here on the historic WJBE. And when you turn down for the evening, check out the smooth grooves from the Sweat Motel. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Keep going. Difficult roads often lead to beautiful destinations. Zig Ziglar. Remember where you heard the word? Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.